Hi, everyone, and welcome to Grassroots Chronicles. My name is Carlos Mulecaller, and with my partner in crime, Caleb Stokes. Uh, I'm innocent. <laughs> this beginning uh, pilot episode is to give everybody a quick rundown of really why we are here together um, and the information that we would like to share with individuals. Um, I've been involved in grassroots uh, organization uh, over 25 years, and I feel that it's time for me to share a lot of my knowledge with those individuals who are interested in pursuing grassroots uh, in their political arena and to empower individuals in their community level and how to be how to have your voice heard. And uh, some of the subjects we'll be touching throughout the next few episodes are going to be communications, are going to be grassroots tactics, a little fundraising, uh, the four pillars of a campaign. Um, we're also going to talk about the five elements of success, uh, your why, storytelling, a little bit of pitch. And putting this element together is something that Caleb and I have uh, talked about for several years. We're, we're colleagues from, from another organization. Uh, and one of the things that we've always talked about is we want to share our experiences. Uh, and hopefully that will help others. And with that, I present to you my, my partner, Caleb Stokes. Your partner in innocence. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Grassroots Chronicles, Carlos was just talking about, you know, why, why are we doing this? Why are we here? And the reason is we really want you to change the world. We want you to change your backyard, your locale, your, your city and your state to the best of your ability. And so we want to take a lot of our experiences uh, both with Mr. Grassroots, Carlos, who has been on uh, many different campaign initiatives on the ground for over two decades, and then a little bit of my experience with com communication and, and interpersonal communication, communication on a stage. I have a theater background, public speaking background as well. And we just kind of want to provide the best skills, the best tool sets, whatever it might be to make uh, to allow you and support you the audience of being the best activists and political volunteers that you can be um that's why i'm here it is important that uh, as we're reaching out new audiences that it's understood that we are here to help and to contribute uh to give up our people the opportunity like caleb said to make a difference in their own community uh, it, it's not just this, this conversation that we would want to have. These, these episodes are not necessarily guided towards candidates. Um, it is guided towards individuals that want to make a difference in their community. It's across the board information. So candidates can, can look at it. It's all education. We are not here to support a particular candidate, a party. Uh, we're here to share tools now, that's a great point. Like, like you and I don't even agree on every political issue at all, right? We're not here to condone or support or oppose any type of candidate or party. We just want people to be out uh, pursuing their happiness through their civic duty. Uh, complacency in America, unfortunately, has become really popular. And uh, the way federalism is built, the way our, our country and society is built, it's supposed to be up to us to share our voice to try to make a difference. So, we might share opinions on occasion. You might disagree with those opinions. Carlos and I disagree all the time. Jonathan's here as well. He, he might disagree with me. 
occasionally, but ultimately we're just trying to create some type of package that makes you a better activist. And also we might say things strategically with which you disagree and that's okay. I'm coming at it uh, from Caleb's uh, perspective, Caleb's technique. Carlos is coming with his own technique. Said, I have a theater background. There are all these famous theater teachers everywhere. And, you know, oh, am I going to do method acting? Am I going to learn Meisner technique? No, you kind of wind up having many different teachers and you create your own technique. Same thing's true with being an activist. So uh, when you disagree with us, we want to know, but we hope you agree with us more than you disagree. <laughs> it, it, it also, this is information for everyone to take as much as they want to. Uh, I will tell you, though, that hopefully, you'll get a lot of, out of these episodes. And one of the things I've always said to people as I travel the country, educating and training individuals is uh, everything we're going to tell you throughout these few episodes, as we go forward and you tune in to hear us and see us, it's absolutely worthless. Sorry. <laughs> I, I just had to say that it really is. You know why? Because if you don't do something with it, it is worthless. So we're hoping that through the information that we give you, you adapt it, especially if you're involved in politics local. And that's where we want to go. We want to go in that area where we want to give the little person uh, an opportunity to have his or her voice heard. Uh, whether it's through education, parents, you are your child's kids' best advocates. Uh, if you try to make a you know a change in 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 city hall. Well, hopefully we'll give you the tools on how to you know, partake that information. We'll give you information on how to speak to a, to a, to a committee bet, you know, so that your voice is heard. Um, messaging. And, and I, I know Caleb called me Mr. Grassroots, where Caleb is known as Mr. Combs. So he says he's a, he only knows a little, believe me. That little is a giant amount of information when it comes to, to messaging. And he's one of the best when, he, when, when it comes to learning about yourself and learning your why, your storytelling. And these are some of the tools we want to put together for you in stories. Um, we want to share stories more than anything so that you see how we've applied some of these tips and the results that we've seen. Uh, I always like to say, we're going, I like to show you the good, the bad, and the ugly so that you have an overall in, uh, idea of how some of this works. Now, it doesn't mean that it works for you, but we would hope that you would try to adapt it to your community and to what you're trying to do and your mission. And we are here to help you. And we want to know if there's something that you would like more information in. And later in the broadcast, we'll announce, uh, we'll let you know our email address where you can reach us if you have questions. And we're available as well for consulting. Dude, I think you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about education for education's sake. Just reading something, watching this video, soaking it in and then not doing anything about it, it really is a waste. Uh, and it's so easy just to pick up a magazine and read, or I can pick up a book and, and read how to swing a golf club. But at some point, I'm going to need to go out to the driving range or to the golf course and actually learn to swing the club myself. We want everybody here uh, to be activists. And activist is based on the word action. That means it's actually our job to take all these different things we learn from all these conversations. And I learn from Carlos every single time I talk to him. I learn from Jonathan when I talk to him. I learn every time that, that I'm knocking on doors trying to create change. You always learn something that you can apply to be a better activist and a better agent for change. But it all boils down to actually doing. Education for education's sake, you know, it, it might be great for you in the moment, but ultimately it's selfish. 
it's like art for art's sake. If I'm not going to share that art with someone, then, you know, do I grow as an artist? Yes. But that's kind of self-pursuing. In terms of being an activist and embracing our civic duty in America, that means we have to sometimes step out of our comfort zones. And that means we got to talk to people, got to knock on doors, got to get petitions rolling, maybe even run for public office uh, ourselves. So be an activist and take action. We want you to, to watch these videos, to listen to different podcasts, to take our opinions into account. But more importantly, we want you to apply the things that you learn in these conversations. And to take it a step further, Caleb, I think is, yes, we, we really want you to try to apply and, and experiment in how you can adapt it to your particular situation. But also what's important is part of grassroots is multiplication. So if we, through our tips Matt, and tactics, God, right? bless <laughs> so if we could multiply by, uh, Caleb and ourselves through you, uh, the viewers and multiply that through the people you know, that's when you start to create a movement. That's when you start to create a group of individuals under a vision with a mission. And it is important that as you learn and we give you tips, eventually you will become somewhat of a community leader, that trusted source uh, that people are looking for. We are all looking for trusted source. Hopefully we'll be a trusted source for the viewers, for you, as you continue to follow us uh, through our social media uh, outlets. And, and that is a responsibility, a very serious responsibility that Caleb and I are willing to take on because we truly believe in our hearts that the power is within us, we the people. But it cannot be done alone. It has to be done with others. So as you abs absorb the information and you test it out, I highly encourage you that you share that because if you don't, then whatever you're trying to do is probably going to die at the vine. The secret of any successful mission or, or, or campaign, whether it's uh, an issue campaign or even a, a political campaign or a candidate campaign, is based on the individuals that come together with you. Yep. And one of those one of those things, Caleb, that I've always in, uh, seen, because I've worked in so many, so have you, each one is its own universe. But the unique part of it is that those individuals come together because of their values on that particular issue. And that's one of the things I, I, I would like to share as well throughout these, these episodes is how important it is to group yourself and find individuals that understand what you're trying to do. Do not try to convert individual. Uh, if you try to convert, you're probably going to be in the losing end. But persuasion is very powerful. But with persuasion, you have to also show who you are, what you're trying to do, have a vision, your why. It is hard to go against an individual, even though, we, like Caleb and I may not agree, like he said earlier, in a lot in several issues. But if Caleb tells me where he's coming from and vice versa, I think it becomes a mutual respect to at least say, hey, I understand where Caleb's coming from. He had a personal experience or his father or his mother or his, his, his family, somebody or his neighbor. And I think that's where the dialogue um can get started to have those conversations. And that's the other thing. Are you willing to have that dialogue with individuals, civil, civil dialogue? And the other thing I ask of you, if you want to change your community is you must find yourself, what drop in the bucket are you going to be? So you must take some sort of action. So either you pass on these, these clips and these podcasts that we're doing, or you become an individual that goes to local community meetings and take notes uh, or do you participate in the campaign and you take a role 
small role even, uh, something. Because the change is not going to happen on its own. It's only going to happen through you. It starts with you. And, you know, Carlos, to talk about, you kept using this word dialogue. That's pretty much what we're going to be having. Jonathan's certainly going to jump in a good bit. But I'm I'm excited to have these conversations with you because not only do I get to learn more about you, but your experiences always teach me a ton. Like, ultimately, half of, half of our sessions will wind up being Storytelling 101 and sharing different experiences and stories that we have in the field. Uh, but you are Mr. Grassroots. So why don't you tell us, you know, we know you've, you've been in the field for a long time. You've had to knock on thousands of doors. You've organized campaigns in different strate strategic ways. Uh, tell us a little bit uh, more about your political experience. Um, my political experience happened strictly by accident. Um, I do. I've always enjoyed politics. It's something that's been talked about in my home since I was a small kid. Um, and I went off to college and uh, to a small university in Denver called Regis University, and I studied political science there. I worked overseas for a year in a group called the Andino Pact. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, for, for one year, I was overseas. Uh, it was uh, probably one of the worst years of the Peruvian history. They were under serious uh, terrorist attacks by two insurgency groups. Then I came back and, and went off to Vanderbilt to get my master's. And I came out hoping to go more into the D.C. realm of politics. And unfortunately, the market at that time was 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 very weak. Uh, it wasn't strong. And I started working at a local amusement park in my hometown, ran into a classmate who was working on a political campaign. He said, hey, I don't I can't pay you, but we want to volunteer. I said, sure, I'll volunteer. And that's where it started. And next thing you know, I've been involved in politics, uh, political. I, I've worked for the Republican Party of Florida. I was the for, I'm the former vice chair of the Republican Party in Palm Beach County. And then slowly but surely, I got involved with uh, an organization called Citizens for a Sound Economy. Then I uh, chaired the Florida Stop Lawsuit Abuse and then went on my own a little bit. And then I started with uh, Americans for Prosperity. And that was about for 10 years. And and now I'm, I'm venturing on a new adventure with my co former co-worker, you know, you, uh, to spread the message, to spread the message in word on what it takes to be successful in grassroots. And the fact is that you can be successful if you take the time uh, and the responsibility to be that trusted source for individuals in your neighborhood. I think that's a good point, too. Uh, first off, thank you for sharing that. I I knew all that, but it's good for the audience to hear it a little bit, too. Um, but no, we're not strangers. I fortunately have known you now. Um, it's been over eight years since I've known you, believe it or not. Uh, and um, I worked uh, at the Grassroots Leadership Academy, which is where you and I met when you were at Americans for Prosperity. And uh, I, I had a bit of a weird job there for seven plus years. I traveled around the country and taught activists how to be, how to reach their potential as activists. And sort of my niche was storytelling and public speaking, how to interact individually mm -hmm. with different voters, and then also how to interact with larger groups, or maybe um, in, a, in a commercial or an advertisement or throughout uh, on a debate stage. 
perhaps. Uh, but my my experience there was fantastic. I've I've been to all but three states now, um, having the opportunity to uh, share my experiences. Um, I'm not able to share wisdom like you are, Carlos, but I can at least share my experiences. Uh, and in that time, I've had the opportunity to individually train one-on-one -on -one with dozens of state legislatures, some U.S. Senate nominees, some congressional nominees of major parties running for public office. And uh, it's, it's just been a great experience for me overall. And I'm happy to share uh, my opinions on all that individually with our audiences, but I'm also really just interested in learning from them and learning mm -hmm. from you and learning from Jonathan. Because, you know, yes, Caleb has built his own technique in political activism, but that technique is always something that's transforming, right? It's not something that's stagnant and still there are always new ways to do things, new things to learn in different ways to actually apply and, and change the world. Yeah, like in your case, you've worked a little bit more with legislators than I have. Uh, I have been working with predominantly, you know, staff and activists. So even though we've both been in the same field, it's been two different realms, which which is, they're unique in their own way, uh, on, on, in, in the way that you converse with them and the way you train them and the way you present the, the information. Um, and it's just that's just the way and I, I, I want to I want to hear more uh, down the road about all your experiences with legislators, because I my experience with legislators is, is, is relatively uh, just you know uh, small in comparisons to everything that I've done. And yeah, we both have completely different backgrounds, really. Like you're, you are Mr. Grassroots. You're somebody that um, studied comms and poli sci, and you have you have a very good understanding of economics, more so than I do, I would say. Uh, but then I'm able to bring in a bit of that theater background. You know, lived in New York for a few years, studied at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. I was in several plays in New York, and that's sort of where I. Uh, channel everything for public speaking and also storytelling and building narratives for different audiences. Um, but no, I'm like I said, I've known you for over eight years now. But as we move forward with this, I, I'm going to learn so much more about you, and I'm excited for that. And I want the audience to to understand and to realize that part of who we are, you and I, is we're not just here to. I never went on stage or in front of people with the idea of I'm going to tell you how things are. I'm going to tell you everything, how it's done. And, and that's the way it's. I always wanted to learn from my audience as well, because I have always felt that if I don't learn from my audience that's in front of me, that's not going to make me a better presenter um, and, and, to, and to help people. Uh, and I, and I take great pride in always trying to learn something from individuals because we've all had different experiences in life uh well, you and i may agree that the answer is four but you might say it's you know five minus one and i might say it's three plus one right or four plus zero so it's even though we do arrive at the same number it's how we got there that's the important part and that's where the experience comes in from for us in this particular side of the aisle that we're in right now working with individuals why do you keep bringing up math I'm a theater guy. That's like the bottom of the bucket for me, man. And you keep bringing it up. Um, it's all habits because it's simply, you know, when you're dealing with you campaigns. Because you know economics. Yeah, well, yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's, 
you know, you want to know your numbers, you know, like, uh, you know, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business, right? Yeah. So in the campaigns, we always had to know our numbers. How many doors did we knock? How many phone calls have we made? You know, how many said yes, no, depending on what you're doing, right? How many days you got left or or whatever the case may be. We, there was always numbers involved and you had to have those numbers, you know, a little bit quick uh, to get an idea of what's happening, especially in the campaign, because you have such a short span of time when you really think about it. Um, and we, I'm, we'll I'm talk about- allowed. I'm not allowed to think about numbers in my house. I don't do our finances. I don't do anything. If Lida gives me 50, my wife, if she gives me $50 at the beginning of the day, when right. I come home, it's not going to be there. It's just a fact. <laughs> That's just how it is. So don't scare me with math. Um, all right. I think that's enough about us. Uh, let's talk about the Grassroots Chronicles a little bit. So in the uh, first several conversations we're going to have, I know we're going to unpack your four pillars of a successful grassroots campaign, right? That is correct. And just to give a brief um, uh, information to the, the over the years, this is something that I have had over the five, 25 years of grassroots, I've come up with basically simple four fundamental pillars that I have seen to be a success. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to win a campaign, but it can increase your uh, percentage of being a winner at the end, depending on what you're doing. So in no particular order, but all four are very, um, very important, and they must be just about the same. You can't have too many or one too far from the other. Uh, like I said, in no particular order, you need a messenger. You need an individual who's going to campaign for the issue. You need a message, right? You need a solid message of why are you doing this? Or what is the message on, on your issues campaign? You need an organization. You need a little bit of ground ground team, right? People that go out and knock on doors, make phone calls, talk to legislators, write letters to the editors, and so on. And then finally, you also need finance. You need individuals, uh, folks to contribute uh, uh, donations to your campaign or your cause. Um, and I can tell you that there's, if you look at the most successful campaigns in general, those all those four pillars have been uh, pretty much steady at, at the same level. Uh, you will see some, um, the, the, the other side are something along the lines way off, but I'm going to say like anything, there are exceptions to the rule. And there's a few campaigns that I've seen over the years where three out of the four were up here and one was down here, but they managed to do it somehow or another. Uh, or they were strong in one and, and could afford having a little bit of a weaker part on one of the four pillars. And so, Yes, we'll be discussing that as well. All right. So Mr. Grassroots, four pillars of a successful grassroots campaign. Got the message, the messenger, organization, and then finances. And like you said, hopefully those pillars will be about the same height. Now, just because you have all these four pillars uh, filled out, you've tackled all four of these pillars, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win, like Carlos said. Right. However... Every person who's won an election has all four of these pillars, and that's something to take into account. Um, the message, I think, is my favorite part. Uh, you know, we're going to be able to dive into different things like Simon Sinek's Golden Circle, why you should start with the why, why people care about your why rather than the how or the what. We get to dive in a little bit to human action model. So, yeah, we get to nerd out some Carlos. Ludwig von Mises from the Austrian school talking about creating that sense of unease, vision of a better state. And then finally, uh, the call to action at the end and the path to get there. 
So I, I'm pumped about the message, the messenger as well. That's sort of where um, my theater background comes into play. And then in terms of organization, like that's your background big time. Yes, that's where I uh, have spent most of my life uh, working in. And I look forward to sharing um, all my stories, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I think when it comes to the messenger, you and I, can actually give very interesting conversations and details on what it takes to be a messenger and the deep, you know, and, and, and yeah. how to be a good messenger from, from the communications aspect, as well as from the grassroots aspect. So, you know, coming together on with that one. And I think on the final, which is the finances, the, 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 the money aspect, the fundraising, I think Jonathan might be, might be a great person to to tap into this conversation as we go forward to give us some insight a little bit on on what are the common uh, pitfalls and what are the successes um and to keep things in reality when it comes to to how important it is important to raise money to get your message out well it's it's critical and it's probably one of the biggest internal barriers people have when they've decided to run for public office mm -hmm. or the people, you know, good, decent people who say, I want to run, but I don't have money. How do I raise money? I mean, it's, that's, that's a very important conversation to have. And it's a really important hurdle uh, for folks to, to overcome. And when What's we up? get to that, and when we get to that subject, well, there's a couple of stories that I will, we, I'm going to share of the David versus Goliath and how David overcame uh, Goliath and actually one particular campaign uh, that I was watching from the outside, just as, as, as a, as a, you know, as an individual, as a member of my County, as a registered voter. And it was amazing. And we'll go over a little bit of those numbers briefly uh, on what happened between David and Goliath in that particular uh, County commission meeting. Um, and so also uh, Caleb, how can people reach us if they're interested in, 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 uh, you know, getting a hold of us or sending their information or questions? So a couple ways they can reach us. Um, certainly they can go to TikTok. They can go to uh, Facebook, just search Grassroots Chronicles. We're going to be one of the first folks that pops up there. Uh, also via email, uh, grassrootschronicles at outlook.com. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm going to draw back again to finances because yeah, I think you opened up a can of worms, man. <laughs> like it's, it's such a shame because so many people want to make a difference and run. But like I said, mm -hmm. there's that internal barrier. It's not about asking people for money. It's about asking them to uh, make an investment in your campaign and in your agenda. And that invest investment can come in many different ways. It can say, hey, I need you two Saturdays next month to help me knock on doors. I need you in the evenings to make sure you're taking a look at my social media account and keeping things updated as much as possible. Or, yeah, I I know you're a really busy person, but I believe in educational choice. I know you believe in educational choice. Would you consider writing a $500 check? It's all the same thing. If you're going to ask someone to knock on doors on Saturday, you can ask them for that $500 check. But and, I, and I think it's No, and I think it's important because um, it's when, when you're working on a cause, when you're working on a campaign for a candidate, um, whatever you do, it's an investment. It's not necessarily financial, okay? $5, $500, whatever you can. That's right. It's your time. You're investing because you believe in that individual. You believe in that cause. And you're willing to sacrifice 
a little bit of your time, a Saturday uh, once a, once a month, whatever the case may be that you are interested in, in participating. And that's the part of the organizations of volunteering uh, yeah. is, is the recruiting and, 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 part- and making people participate and feel that they're part of a team. Yeah. And just to kind of segue a bit away from there, back to reaching out to us and contacting us, um, take a, go to YouTube, search uh, for the Yard Sign Network. Grassroots Chronicles will be on the Yard Sign Network on YouTube. You can find us there. There should be links to our other social media accounts uh, and our email address as well as our website. Yes, please uh, reach out to us. Let us know what you think. If you have any subjects that maybe you would like for us to touch upon um, in these chronicles that we're going to be putting together within Grassroots, Please feel free. And once again, I just want to reiterate, we are not here to, to endorse anybody or support any political party or candidate or issue. We just want to be able to educate folks out there who want to make a difference in their community and are willing to make a difference. Uh, and we are here for that. And it would give us no greater joy, but to hear stories uh, of success uh, in your communities. And we'll be going through numerous uh, tactics and tips uh, in the next few months. Grassroots Chronicles on the Yard Sign Network on YouTube. Again, that's Grassroots Chronicles on the Yard Sign Network on YouTube. Hotty toddy, I'm an old Miss grad. So this Vanderbilt nerd over here, hotty toddy to you, sir. Enjoy basketball season because you certainly didn't enjoy football season. No, and um, the SEC rules. And we'll talk about that another time. But thank you, everyone, for giving us the opportunity um, to hear us out. And uh, I'm Carlos Taller, Mr. Grassroots, along with Caleb Stokes, Mr. Combs. We look forward to seeing you once again in Grassroots Chronicles and the Yard Sign Network. Hotty top. <laughs>